Welcome to Prioritizing Yourself, the podcast. I'm Jen Parker. I'm an empowerment and mindset life coach, NLP practitioner, and qualified social worker. This podcast is to educate, inspire big-hearted women about the importance of prioritizing your self-care to improve your body, mind, and soul. Each week, we will talk all things that affect and influence big-hearted women. This podcast is proudly sponsored by my Action Takers membership, from taking you from feeling overwhelmed and giving away your power to learning all the tools to feel more in control and more inspired. Have a beautiful day. Prioritizing yourself, I'm your host, Jen Parker, and on today's episode, I've got the beautiful Lauren, who is the leading professional confidant in the world to exceptional high generating women to finally access and express their sovereignty, magnetism, and personal power with precision in total luxury. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. And through her power of intimacy, intuition, integration, Lauren supports her clients to disclose and reveal their secret selves in a potent and personalized way to align their energy and vitality to what Lauren calls their turn on. Welcome, Lauren. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited too. So before we learn a little bit more about you and your business and how you support women, how did you prioritize yourself today? I put the alarm on and lay in bed for about eight minutes and went, it's time to go for a swim come on. <laughs> so I did, um, I did some laps this morning and that was, that's an amazing way for me to start the day is getting in the pool, um, 50 meter pool and doing some laps and just letting, letting myself process. And when the water goes over me, it's like I'm able to simultaneously call in, and let go and, um, and just allow feelings to move through me, ideas to move through me, visions to move through me, gratitude to move through me, and um, it, t- it totally changes the course of my day. So that's what I did for myself this morning. Mm, I love that. And there's something magic about being in the water because when you're, do- when you're swimming and doing laps, it does help you almost um, in a, you know, in an ability to be doing some mindfulness practice being quite mm-hmm. present with what you're doing, but it also helps you to really understand your thoughts and what's happening. So, yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And can you, for the listeners um, who might be new to hearing you today, Lauren, can you explain mm-hmm. a little bit more about how you um, support women and your business and what, you know, what, what your vision is for women? Yeah. Oh, vision. Um, definitely. I'd love to. So I am a confidant to women who I call high generators. They're pioneers, they're trendsetters, they are leaders, and essentially they're living a life where they're serving a lot of people or they're serving people at a high level, at an exceptional level. And they have come to a point where they need someone to support them. 
Now, that being said, they might be used to support from their team or um, from who, who it is that they hire to or enlist, whose help that they enlist to help them with their health and wellness. The reason why they're coming to me is they really need someone who's in their corner on a very personal level. They need someone that they can reveal to who's not attached to anything else in their life. And that's where I step in to provide them unwavering support and a deep intimacy that they've never really or rarely experienced before. I love what I do. I love doing it in luxury. I love um, as amazing as Zoom and online has been uh, for the last couple of years and how we've needed it. And it's been an incredible portal to reach people in places where we physically couldn't reach. Where the vision's going now is doing more of this work in person. And that, even though I identify as an introvert, that actually works for me because being in person, I'm completely present. I'm totally in my power. And I really feel like the transmission of this work is, um, oh, it's a deeper transmission when it's in person. It's still transmissible over Zoom, over online, over Instagram, over lives, all of that. I'm looking for the ultimate though. I always am. I'm always looking for what's the best of the best of the best of the best. What turns me on? What totally activates me? And how can I share that activation and that turn on with the women who want to access this work? So the vision is, Jen, is that I work intensely with the select number of leaders and pioneers and in turn, when I work with a very small number of women who are doing incredible things out there, the work then reaches hundreds, thousands, millions of other people. So it's not my, the, the message for me from Source is that I'm not here to necessarily have a message direct from me that goes far and wide. If it does that organically, great, but that's not the intention. The intention is to go to the women on top and work with them so that their activation spreads to everyone who follows them, who is their employee, who is their friend, who is their, just everyone that they're in contact with. And so the work will spread through these women rather than directly mm -hmm. through me. And that feels so good for me, so good for my personality, so good for my energy, which is everything to me. Always, always energy first, strategy second. That's one of my catch cries. And I am just so excited about doing really good work with women in person. And then if they work with me in person, they want to keep working with me online, then that's, um, and we both agree to that, that that will be, that will be the best option for them to keep receiving support and keep activating their magnetism, their sovereignty and their turn on, then great. I just know that I need to be face-to-face -face with people and doing as little online as possible to really bring the sensory, the luxury, the opulence 
into this work because I do not believe that personal development needs to happen on a grueling hard yoga yoga floor on a fucking mat like women there are so many women that don't want that they want to be in total comfort and total luxury when while they learn about themselves and that's what I'm here to provide and that works for me too Mm. oh my gosh amazing and I love how you're listening you're listening to what feels right for you and you have actually created Mm -hmm. your whole business around that instead of Mm -hmm. because sometimes it's so overwhelming for when you're creating a business and just in life in general there are so many things of what we and I'm I've got my fingers up in inverted commas should be doing and so we're feeling conflicted so I really think you know, I, I'm really loving that you're listening to what feels right and that you're going mm-hmm. to that top level and it's yep. filtering down because there's so many ways that we can inspire and create change. And going to the top is a way of going to the leaders who have sometimes hundreds or thousands of people that they're managing. And so if we can provide that support at a top level, as well as at the grassroots, then we're, and, and we, we need both, but if we can, we can be, you know, um, supporting people who are at the top, so they're creating change, they're feeling inspired and they're expanding their mindset and the way that they're actually approaching their whole reality is so powerful, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Yeah, it's just so powerful. So, and this container that you're providing for women because um, one of the things, you know, with everything happening in the world, we all know what's happening in the, you know, the current world, we a pandemic if anyone's sort of forgotten for a moment um it has really helped us go back to what is important Mm -hmm. and one of the important things of human beings is we thrive on connection so Mm -hmm. you know you're providing what feels right for you and and that's connection and I I love that because one of my top values is connection and I have created my business around connecting soulful women together and so they can start prioritizing themselves so how powerful yeah Mm. um yeah very powerful I'm interested to know in when you are supporting women what does this like you know and you're sort of a confidant for these you know high ambitious power powerful women what does that look like like if someone's sort of um, hearing this episode and they're wanting to know what it actually entails and what are some of the things that you can support them in their journey yeah Uh, one of the things I say straight up and it might sound obstructive at first but it's not but what I say is I can't even tell you what's going to happen not because I won't but because I can't. And what I mean by that is my superpower is presence and intuition and immediacy and being responsive to that, not reactive, but being really responsive to that in the moment. And what that means is until something comes up and presents itself when we're in a conversation, I can't predict 
exactly how something is going to roll out. And that's my magic. I have learned, and this is, I hope this is a big dose of permission for anyone listening that does have a business or is doing their own thing. Depending on how you're made up and what works for you and what feels satisfying for you, that's one of my favorite words and concepts in this life is satisfaction. Sometimes you can't plan. So I might have a VIP day with someone and I've gotten on a call with them beforehand and I've just tuned into what it is that they want from it. Three things that they want from that day, three things that they want to walk away, you know, really feeling a lot more anchored in on, solid about, like they have been illuminated on these one to three topics. I will sit down and I will feel into that and I will literally draw out a map, handwritten, not on a computer screen, handwrite it. And that page might have about a total of 60 words on it. Those words might not mean anything to anyone else. Um, It's not because I don't like strategy because I do. It's not my superpower though. My superpower is following the energy as it presents itself and being responsive to it in the moment. So if anyone wants a little bit of an insight into what we actually do, it is always body first. We always come into the body first. Being a sexologist and having done a certification in sexological body work, I know that until we come into the body, the mind is just going to have a field day. The mind is going to want to take control. The mind is going to want to be like, what should I say? What do I have to say? What must I say? All those words that are that are indicative that we're not in, we're not speaking the language of our heart, our soul, our pussy. So I immediately bring people, bring my clients into their body for whatever it is that we're doing together, whether it's a session or a VIP day or even uh, even a group event. Always bought into the body first. I don't care what you want to say to me on the call as soon as you sit down in front of me. I care what you have to say after you've dropped into your body because that's the real language that we need to be speaking. You're already in your head enough. Like you're already in your head all the time. Okay. It's had, it's a, the, the head is a wonderful captain. I really appreciate it. I respect it. It just does not need to be the voice on the loudspeaker all the time. The lesson for my clients and the lesson for so many women is quietening down the noise of the head and amplifying the, the knowing and the trust and the love and the sensuality and the everything that emanates from your body. None of those things emanate from the head. None of them. So if you want those qualities in your life, if you want, if you want new sensations and to embody and actually be a different kind of woman, you have to go to your body. So that's the biggest insight I can give in, give anyone into the work. The rest is personalized. The rest is what comes up in the moment. The rest is just full blazing support like you've never felt mm. and oh being seen. Yeah. Yes. And a lot of women want to be seen. Yep. That's our biggest, every woman's biggest desire. And it's incredible how women deny themselves their biggest desire. Mm. And 
Yes, because we're so afraid of judgment. Mm-hmm. We've been really conditioned to believe that we've got to be a certain type of person. We've got to be the nice girl and nice girls don't speak up or, you know, just don't worry about what you want, you know, go and do that event or go and do this, even if it doesn't feel good. Yeah. So have really, you know, understanding how important that body and mind connection is, because I think we, like you said, Lauren, we get so much into our heads that we haven't understood that what our body is actually telling us. Mm-hmm. And when we know, okay, my body, you know, I'm starting to sort of feel this, we can really pick up. And it's also understanding for the listeners that it's knowing the difference between your body signals and your ego because they are Mm -hmm. very, very different. And then when Mm -hmm. you start listening, because sometimes like in business, you're like, oh, this is so hard. Oh, why, 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 why? A lot of the time, you know, you sort of, um, and it feels like, oh, we, we all normalizing that experience. And then you have this, you can feel in your gut this burning, like it's, it's like this huge desire. You can start, mm-hmm. and when you have that connection, you can sort of feel it. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's too strong. Okay, it feels good. Even if it, if you know, even if it's like challenging. Mm. you know, like you said, it dropping into your body and really sort of going, oh, but I've got this, even though it's hard, I have never felt so powerful. So it sounds mm. like that is a lot of your core work is teaching women to actually drop into their bodies and listen yep. to these signs of, well, does this feel right? Yes. Yep. And alignment and what feels right doesn't mean equal ease necessarily. We hope it does. It's wonderful when it does. It's like, oh, that has a sense of ease to it. Alignment and being responsive rather than reactive and uh, dropping into what feels good can come with its own set of challenges. And I don't want that to deter listeners from following that in a knowing and those kinds of sensations. It, it's really just par for the course. So don't step into... Like when you step out of the shoulds and the musts and the conditioning and, you know, all of the very stale, outdated lessons that have been imparted with us and you're ready for that, ready for that fire, be prepared to be your own best ally. Be prepared sometimes to be flying solo. Be prepared to lose some people along the way. Be prepared for rejection. Be prepared for all of it because that those early days of challenge and unease bring a whole new world of ease to you. But you've got to go through the sticky bit. It's just, it's just part of it. So alignment mm. is wonderful and it feels amazing and it comes with its own set of challenges so you need to drop the perfectionism you need to drop uh the exceedingly high expectations that you've held for yourself you need to drop the judgment and you need to do the sticky stuff and it's going to be uncomfortable 
But the thing that I always say to myself and my clients is it's way more fucking uncomfortable being where I am and cock blocking myself essentially from being where I know I can be if I do these things that are really inherently uncomfortable. Mm. So that's my best advice to you about alignment is it gets it gets good, but it's always going to have discomfort along the way and you have to be okay with that or else you risk staying put, which is to me a bigger gamble than taking a risk and mm. evolving and growing and doing what doing what your soul is just aching to do the way that you want to do it. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yes. 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 I agree. Um, <laughs> oh, um, I'm processing all the information because <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, a lot of the time we, we, we're here and we, we want this epic, amazing life. Mm. And we then have that mask of going, oh, I just, I don't think I can do it. Or we're worried about what other people will say or judge or criticize or the, you know, that, you know, that fear that we're going to fail. And when we understand that, because growth is like, I think, a lot of people think that healing is just a nice massage. And while that is beautiful, true healing is like ripping that Band-Aid off and getting to the root cause of what is causing, you know, you to have this, you know, belief and really going to that core, you know, really getting to the mm. deep, you know, like almost digging deep uh, as, as much as you can. So, I think a lot of people are so uncomfortable with because they they don't know they think their life is okay they don't realize that they are destined for bigger and more epic beautiful things because we're in this yeah. state of fear because it's it's like it holds us mm -hmm. prisoner and we don't realize mm. that we, we we think that oh you know it could be leaving a relationship or leaving a job um, because we don't know that the journey. And I always use sort of the metaphor of like um, Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz, you can see the yellow brick road quite clearly. You can see what the obstacles are, or you can choose this like almost magical forest where at first it looks magical, but turning around the bend, you have no idea. But with life, it's not the destination, it's the journey of experiencing all of these different things. And there's no such thing as failure. It's all about sort of learning and growing so we can, we can be our higher selves. And, you know, Lauren, it sounds like that's what you're doing with these high achieving women is really supporting mm -hmm. them to peel off all of these, you know, masks so they can mm -hmm. actually be even more powerful exactly. and more, you know, and, you know, and creating momentum and change, not just in like, cause sometimes we don't realize the impact that we're making in the world, not mm. just on one person, but then, you know, they might be a leader in quite a big organization. And then those people are then filtering down to their family. So mm -hmm. we sometimes, um, 
can feel quite overwhelmed with creating change in our lives. And that's why there's obviously, there's people like myself and there's people like you who are there to support women to become their higher selves and unmask, you know, all of Mm -hmm. these different things that have been holding them back, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm interested to know more about your journey and how, you know, now you're sort of supporting women who are very um, ambitious and high powered, but how, what was your sort of, how did you get to this journey point? Yeah, I always wanted to help people and I always wanted to work with people's personal concerns. So from the time I studied nursing at university, I knew in second year nursing that I wanted to do mental health. And so I focused, I was did it, I did the best nursing program in Australia. And in this third year of nursing, I could just solely focus on mental health. I didn't have to learn anything I didn't need to learn. And that's really good for my brain. I just need to go all in on what it is that I'm really curious about. Otherwise I just, yeah, I deflate. So mental health nursing turned into drug and alcohol nursing. And I worked in a methadone clinic up in Brisbane for 10 years, about 10 years. But the last couple of years was a crossover with uh, studying sexology, having babies, <laughs> and then finally leaving and just working on my business. So the, the thread with everything I've done um, over the last 20 years, I can say 20 years now, um, is that it's always been personal. It's always been niche. It's always been kind of stigmatized. It's always been what kind of lies in the shadows and how we can integrate that into our lives. So I'm not scared of the shadows. I'm not scared of darkness and the real things that people feel and think and believe. It's more about allowing those shadows to be a part of us so that we can move through this world as a whole person, not as someone who is all love and light and in denial of all of that and but they're wearing a metaphorical mask of being fine or being perfect or um, being fiercely independent. So, yeah, I just, I feel like everything I've done has just folded into the next thing so beautifully. And it's always, everything I've done, it's always been like what interests me, what am I curious about? And that's the way I've moved through life and jobs and study it's always been what interests me and that constantly evolves as it should um as is normal um it's normal for natural i should say not normal natural for your interests to evolve as your life evolves and as you grow more um so i want to normalize for that for anyone who has a business or offering you're like why do i keep changing it you keep changing it because you keep growing and that's a good thing um and people who really like respond well to you and your essence will be there for that ride, will stick with that ride. Um, so yeah, it's just always, it's always been 
it's always been like kind of same, same, but different. Like it's always been about, oh, what's really going on deep down inside and how can we bring that to the surface, no matter what I've studied or what I've learned. And that excites me. Like that just, that just, I know that when you know more about yourself and you learn more about yourself, then you impact everyone around you. When you move through this world without knowing who you are, you are, I see it as like walking around kind of like a shadow or a shell. And that is a selfish thing to do. And the reason why I think it's, it's selfish and I'm comfortable using that word is because when you don't know yourself, what you're essentially saying to every other woman and every other person out there is you shouldn't know yourself either. When you know yourself and you trust yourself and you live in turn on and you ask yourself, does this turn me on for every little thing you do from what you eat for breakfast to how you move your body to who you have coffee with to who your clients are, you show women and people another way to move through this world, which is far more empowering, less victim mode, more more juice, more aliveness. And you said something before about life being safe and okay. Okay is a crappy benchmark for your life. Your life can be so much better than okay. Okay to me is very boring and it doesn't activate me. So if things are okay, it's all right if things are just okay for some moments in time in my life, but I am aiming for a life that feels like, feels orgasmic. That's what I want. I'm standing in spotlight today, (laughs) this morning, hearing music and moving my body because that's what, why, why when you're looking for a pillow, a new pillow, why should it just be a boring, why can't it be a juicy experience? Why can't you have fun doing it? Why can't you move your body doing it? So I don't care what the situation or the context, it should feel good because you have the power to make it feel good. So a K is not, does not have to be the benchmark for your life anymore if you are not, when you decide that you're not willing to tolerate it. And that's what it starts with. It starts with that decision. Actually, okay isn't okay with me anymore. I'm going to raise the bar for myself into excitement, into satisfaction, into desire, into connection, into intimacy. And that will quickly tell you what is okay and what isn't okay. And you will start making better decisions for yourself. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. And I think the, how we treat ourselves as women, other people watch. So we're modeling how we want to mm. be treated. So if we mm-hmm. continue to say, oh, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll do that, or we keep continually compromising what is essentially is, you know, fundamentally important to us, we keep doing that. We're telling ourselves, but we're telling every other person in our lives how we want to be treated. So if we continue to say, oh, going for a swim isn't important, going to do my, you know, my yoga isn't important. If we continue to do that, people in our lives think, oh, well, you don't care about yourself. 
so I won't show you the same respect. And I know that can be quite triggering for people because we don't always choose our circumstances, but we choose how we respond and react. And that's why it's really important to do the, the deep connection with self so you can actually start loving and accepting all parts of you, not just the parts you go, oh, geez, I love my eyes. They're amazing. And they probably are really amazing eyes, but also looking at that, you know, the shadow parts that, you know, keep being projected from from you to other people that you're not fully accepting. And when we can accept all those parts as women, then we're more powerful. And, you know, Lauren, I'm, I'm hearing in, you know, all the work that you do, that you're really looking at how women connect on a deeper level with their energy, understanding how they talk to themselves. But there sounds like there's a lot more also that, you know, I think you were talking earlier about, you know, stigmatized. I think a lot of women are very afraid of talking about um, sexual desires and sexual health. And I'd be interested to know how you how you encourage women to really connect back to their, you know, to their divine feminine so they can start listening to that and they can start feeling sort of more empowered as, you know, beautiful feminine goddesses. The concept of turn on is something that I bring into every aspect of what I do. And when you come back to turn on, you inevitably come back to the healthiest aspects, the most illuminated aspects of what some people call masculinity and femininity. I interestingly enough, try not to use those words and the reason why I don't use them is because I really like, I really value and respect the concept of individuality. And I know I just try to speak to qualities as they are rather than saying, well, sensuality is feminine. Sensuality is really masculine as well. So I just try to just use concepts like turn on that can apply to anything. So how I help women with that is through the concept of turn on. And the simplest question any listener can ask themselves that will change the course of their life is asking, does this turn me on? Five little words that you can ask yourself with anything that you do. And when you start moving through life that way, asking yourself that question, you inevitably change how you hold your body, you change how you move your body, you change your connection to your body, you change what you wear, you change um, how you eat and what you eat. It, it just goes into, every, just seeps beautifully into every little aspect of your life. So one of my key ways to turn on is dancing. I love it. I love lounge room dancing. I um, share it on reels on Instagram. <laughs> I, um, I love it. I contrive dancing greats against me, but intuitive, expressive, 
I am moving because it feels good for me is one of the key ways that you can access your turn on. I don't care what your history with dancing, whether you've never danced before or you've been a professional dancer. When you dance for yourself and you do it in a way where you're constantly asking, does this turn me on? You are accessing the deepest wisdom that lives inside your body and lives inside your soul. So anyone listening that wants to access more turn on, more sensuality, more creativity, more juice, um, you know, and the water emoji is one of my favorite ones. It's like, um, (laughs) 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 I use that one quite a bit in my work. Um, Is anyone who wants that, you have to move and you have to do it intuitively and you have to do it for yourself. You're not doing it to perform for anyone. You're not doing it to show everyone, hey, I'm such a good dancer. That's not, that means that you are out of your body as soon as you move into that state. So it's, oh, how can I feel myself while I'm dancing? And that is so personal and so empowering. And that is one of the key ways that I can share with you. So start dancing whenever you can to whatever music matches what it is that you want to feel. Mm. And there's something magic about dancing. Like it really, if you're feeling a bit off, you're having a bit of a, you know, a funky mindset or you're just not feeling 100%, you know, getting everyone in the family involved and having a little bit of a dance, you know, it just shakes everything up a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a very potent reset button as a person and yes as a family as well when we do it as a family it's really it's a really connecting experience that sheds a lot of the stress and helps us move into playfulness that's what I love about dance is if you're not if you struggle to connect with the concept of play dancing intuitively is a wonderful way to do that Um, whether you've got children or not it's a wonderful way of connecting with play and being playful um, with how you move um, your body on the floor when you're standing on your feet Um, you can even sit start by sitting on a couch or sitting on your bed and moving it doesn't have to be and that means that dancing is even more inclusive for anybody no matter what um, range of ability you have so dance just just pure unadulterated dance and as I like to say just dance that's it full stop just dance yeah yeah and such a simple thing that anyone can you know do and it's starting to move intuitively to what is feeling good and is this turning me on and maybe initially people are in their heads because they're so you know, they're worried about judgment. So if they're sort of noticing some of that judgment coming up, Lauren, how would you sort of get them to more, be more um, stepping into their body in that moment? Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, judgment emanates from the back of the throat energetic on a somatic level. So um, the throat is a, the throat, jaw, neck, upper shoulders area and mouth is a portal for expression and authenticity. So I want you to feel, not think, but feel every time you dance and you feel judgment come up, what is my throat doing? 
what is my jaw doing? And I will guarantee you, one, you're not breathing. Two, you're obviously in your head. And three, your mouth and jaw are shut. So if you want, if you want to release the very toxic feeling of judgment, especially self-judgment, you need to breathe and you need to open your mouth. You need to, you need to come into your body and bring your attention and awareness into your jaw, throat, upper shoulders. When I was offering sex therapy, which I offered for the first um, seven to eight years of the work, every client had tight shoulders, um, clenched jaw. A lot of them had um, a history of teeth grinding, which is classic anxiety, self-protection, survival mode mechanism. And one of the only ways that you can give your nervous system a message that you're safe, you are actually safe, that you're not threatened right now, that the that judgment has no place here um, as an, in, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> as an inhibitor of your expression is to do the opposite thing to what your body is doing and to do it really gently. So if you can't open your mouth all the way, I've got quite a big mouth. If you can't open it all the way, just a little bit, like just edge into opening up because judgment says closure and contraction. Mm. So open up through your body, through the part where the judgment is held. That's where judgment is. You might want to even want to get your hands and massage the back of your neck and your shoulders or even put a heat pack on there as like a symbolic gesture of defrosting judgment. Um, So coming into your body is the key way to deal with judgment. You can stand there with music playing and try and coach yourself out of your judgmental thoughts all fucking day if you want. Your results are going to be really limited though. When you come into your body and you you do it that way, you're going to collapse the timeline and you're going to start giving your nervous system the message through your movements, oh, I'm actually okay, I'm actually safe. I'm actually secure. There's nothing to fear there isn't a threat coming my way. Hmm. Yeah, and I think a lot of the time, you know, it's such a simple thing, the the power of breath. Mm. But it's something that when we're um, experiencing a lot of those physical sensations of anxiety, we're breathing so much, you know, in our upper respiratory um, and we're not, we're not doing that slow, you know, diaphragm breath. So it sounds like, you know, when we're connecting to our body, again, the power of breath and really coming, you know, connecting. So our, our brain goes, actually, you're not under threat. You're, you're safe. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And these are such, these are things that people can start doing, you know, if, you know, because a lot of the time we're so worried about judgment, but dancing You know, you can put the music on to whatever you like and just go for your life because it's, you're doing it, you're doing it for you, no one else. That's it. And if it makes you feel good, go, you know, go for it. I always say. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. It's for you and um, you're giving yourself a gift every time you do it. And Every time you dance, you're investing in your own expressive 
like your own bank of self-expression. It's like a, a beautiful, juicy bank account that you're investing in and everything counts and turn on doesn't forget everything that you that you've done for it in order to move the needle from fear inhibition restriction contraction to being more of the peacock Mm. oh yes I love that yes (laughs) um yeah that's yeah amazing um I'm really you know when you were talking about sort of the the power of judgment and, you know, how that's really, it's really in that throat chakra. Cause a lot of the time when people aren't speaking their truth, then there can be a lot of physical results of that as well. Do yep. you, um, do you know any of those, if people are really quite blocked up in not being speaking their truth, what might be some of the physical ailments that people might notice? Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Definitely the tight shoulders, classic one. Um, having your shoulders kind of contracted up high, maybe hunched forward a little bit. Whenever someone, just say an actor is depicting a person who's not confident in their, their expression, that's one of the first things that they'll do is kind of like hunch their shoulders forward. So definitely just getting neck and shoulder massages can be wonderful for someone who's a perfectionist or scared of their expression or scared of speaking their truth. Um, thyroid issues are a classic one for women. Lots of women have thyroid issues. I've had my definitely had my dance with thyroid issues over the years, whether it's up, down or all around. And like I said before, just the, the gritting teeth, the tight jaw, um, that uh, that teeth grinding is a classic, classic sign that um, obviously that there's fear and anxiety at play, but that you're you're living in fear of speaking out and having an open mouth, and even um, something that I notice with women is women who don't feel comfortable smiling. It's not necessarily about how your teeth look. It's not necessarily it's a it's uh, women who don't feel comfortable smiling, laughing out loud, or they cover their mouth every time they smile and laugh out loud. That is classic self-protection mode uh, when mm. you're in your full, when you're in an aspect of your fullest expression. So taking your hand down and away, just really getting used to the discomfort. It's going to be uncomfortable at first, but the discomfort of um, having a more open stance, shoulders down and back, laughing out loud, throwing your head back when you laugh, ah, <laughs> all of that is um, a wonderful ways of exercising the muscle of your throat chakra so that you get more comfortable in yourself. Because when you do gestures and actions like that, everyone knows whether through their conscious mind or subconscious mind, everyone knows that you're not at ease with yourself. So and you know that you're not at ease with yourself. So that's a that's a really key one that you can start doing is stop putting your hand up over your mouth or over your throat when you speak or even on your upper chest. Lots of women do that when they speak and they do it because it's like putting up armor when they feel exposed. So just gently mm. start to move your hand away from being in front of your throat or your mouth when you speak, when you laugh, when you sing, when you express. Mm. and such great tips because sometimes we don't even we're not even aware it's not until someone um 
I, I went to the dentist years ago and they said, oh, do you, do you grind your teeth? And I'm like, no, I don't think so. And then after they told me, I noticed because it was brought to my, my conscious awareness level, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I do. And I, I, I didn't even real I didn't even know that I was doing that until they actually said that. So all of what you're saying, Lauren, is sometimes people don't even know. So, or, or maybe we just need a, a, a gentle reminder, as I say to people. We all need reminding to, you know, to, to keep on path and to do certain things like we're not, you know, we're human beings in this experience of the world. So um, I think they're great tips and great reminders for people and speaking their truth and being our true, full, authentic selves it's a journey, mm. but there are, you know, there are simple things that we can do of like dancing in our living room and really yeah. asking ourselves, you know, does this make me feel good? You know, was it, yeah. was that the question, you know, does this, does make this me turn feel me good on? Does this turn me on? And yeah. That- take it better than we use the word good too much. And I'm trying mm. to really drop it from my lexicon. It's a very generic word and it doesn't, it has almost zero meaning now. Good. How are you? Good, 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 good. How, how is your meal? Good. Like it doesn't describe anything. So something I say to my clients is if you could use a word other than good, and it's fascinating, ask yourself this question. It's just gentle inquiry, not berating yourself going, why the fuck am I using the word good? I shouldn't, no, no, no. It's just gentle inquiry, asking yourself, oh, if I could use a word other than good, what would I use? And you, you start to pinpoint more, like more pertinent sensations than you would with good. So that's what I like about does this turn me on? It's more specific and it's more, it's got more fire to it than does this feel good? Um, mm. so, and, and I'm saying that to myself as much as I'm saying it to everyone listening is it's a, it's a habit and it's a, it's just a, yeah. Okay. And good. Oh, they just don't say anything about anything. We want to aim higher than that in order to have a really fulfilling life. Mm. It sounds like almost like we're looking at all of the aspects within our life you know, Marie Kondo said, you know, does this bring me joy? But does mm. the, you know, yours is, does this, you know, turn me on? Mm. You know, so it's really like, and really almost like you could close your eyes and does this turn me on? Uh, no. no. <laughs> and when we, when we know, and it's like, oh no, that I'm not going to, you know, take on that or I'm not going to do this, exactly. you know, whatever it is. And when we start doing that, it's like, actually, I don't need to do that what, what what's there's no need and then when we move past the judgment we just keep you know going up and feeling more empowered and it helps us to be a higher truer selves doesn't it most definitely yeah most definitely so it's um for me and the work and personally it's just all about Mm, I want to say it without sounding like it's all about achieving and striving, but it's always like gratitude for where I am. This is great. And how can it be even better? Like, but it feels really good to ask myself that it doesn't feel like force or pressure or you should be blah, blah, blah. There's no judgment (laughs) attached to that. It's like, 
things are good in things are better than good things are exceptional in the present and I'm really curious how can it be even more exceptional Mm. I love that I love the power of the word and my clients love that word actually it's three little letters we use all the time but we're using them I think we use we don't use it to its full capability when we say things acknowledgement in the present of what is we can add the word and to really facilitate expansion even though I feel like a fuck up right now even though I feel really disappointed I also know and even though I feel these things and I know that so much more is on its way to me. It's like this mm. beautiful bridge with like acknowledgement of what is now that it might not be ideal or it might be flowing along nicely and that more can come through and that more is possible, more abundance, more turn on, more satisfaction, more fulfillment, more magnetism, whatever it is that does it for you. So I love that little word and I add and to a lot of things. Mm. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I absolutely love because it I agree it it helps you to expand and dream bigger Mm. because you know gratitude is such an important aspect of actually noticing what we have presented to us and just being really fully there but then when you are using we're saying all of this gratitude and you know it can get better this is what you know it's 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 almost like that if you want to call it a permission slip, if we need that, but we're, we're allowing ourselves fully to say, dream bigger, mm, dream definitely. bigger. Definitely. And it's so, the power of words mm. is so powerful. We, you know, we don't realize how powerful our words are, but they form so many of our beliefs, how we feel and our, you know, our outcomes as well. So yeah, they're, they're great tips for everyone. I love all of that. So thank you again, Lauren. Um, So I really wanted to thank you again for coming on the podcast, prioritizing yourself. I think it's important for women to understand there's so many aspects of looking after ourselves. And I really appreciated how, you know, connecting to ourselves and you know, those things of, you know, dancing and noticing, um, you know, taking our hand away from our mouth Mm. or from here. I I usually put my hand on my um, heart when I'm sort of talking about when I'm in gratitude, but it's really about where are my hands? What am I noticing? So I loved how you were able to do that and really dreaming bigger and the masks that we as women have worn for hundreds and thousands of years and it's our time Mm. to shine bright and that is where you're supporting women in their journey and I'd love to know if women are listening to this and going this really resonates with me I really want to follow up um, and know a bit more about Lauren could you tell the listeners you know how people can contact you yeah most definitely My website is laurenwhite.com.au where I have all of my podcast episodes, The Secrets Women Keep. 
I have details about how to work with me, which includes an application form because I really am laser focused on who I work with. So in completing that application form, you get the chance to see if it's feeling really good for you as well to go through that process and to extract what you need from the potentiality of us working together and going deeper. And my favorite place to play on social media is definitely Instagram. I'm there as Lauren White AU. And the last thing I'll mention is through my website, when you're on there, if you want to receive more turn on, I have 30 days of turn on there for you to access where you receive a beautiful email every day with an aspect of turn on to activate you and to shed a light on something that you might not have considered before. And there's a beautiful, very small action for every day. If it feels better than good (laughs) for you to do that. So plenty there for you to take in both free and paid services. Amazing. Thank you um, for sharing all of those. And I will have all of your links on the show notes so people can sort of be able to contact you Um, through the podcast as well so again thank you so much Lauren I have enjoyed this episode so much and I feel like we really just went so deep and really just um, showing women the power that they already hold and sometimes we just feel like we're held back by just the conditioning that we've been exposed to it's not our fault it's just Mm. to do with how society has really conditioned us that we can start creating a new reality in a new way. So again, thank you. I am absolutely honoured to have you on the podcast. Thanks, Jen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Prioritising Yourself. Please subscribe to my podcast so you can hear the latest episodes. And if you would like to learn more about me, visit my website, www.realvisionlifecoaching.com.au. Bye for now.